0: There are so many aspects to the NICU that you feel like there's always something new happening, either to you or someone around you. The NICU shuffle can be fun, it can be annoying, and it can be very frustrating too, but it's part of your experience, so you need to embrace it, learn the steps, and keep practicing your moves. G'day and welcome to the Dads of the NICU podcast. My name is Matt Bilkowski and I'm a proud father of a premature baby born at 25 weeks at the Royal Brisbane and Women's Hospital. Our daughter was 766 grams or one pound, 11 ounces at birth. Our superstar girl spent 84 days in the NICU and 14 days in special care before it being discharged home on oxygen. I started this podcast as I wanted to share my experiences with other dads, the aim of which is to allow them to hear what other dads went through and to find a connection to our stories so that they know that they are not alone and what they're feeling and going through is normal. I hope it helps you on your journey. G'day dads, I hope you're doing really well out there. I've had some really positive and awesome feedback come through over our Instagram and Facebook pages lately from dads and mums regarding the podcast so far. One of my favourite comments thus far has been from a dad who messaged me saying, Thank you so much for making this podcast. I'm two episodes in, but knowing that I'm not the only one going through this and hearing you say almost exactly what I'm feeling is so comforting. To be honest, when I read this, I actually teared up because this is the exact reason why I started this podcast. I wanted to create a safe platform for dads to share experiences and learn from others and find connections on common things that we're all going through. As the old saying goes, sharing is caring. So please keep your stories and feedback coming through. And if there's any specific topics you would like me to explore further, please don't hesitate to get in contact with me, either through our Facebook or Instagram accounts, both called Dads of the Nikku, or via email on dadsofthenikku at gmail.com. Well, today I wanted to dive into the experience that is the Nikku. This wonderful beast of a place can be scary sometimes, rewarding sometimes, and daunting sometimes. Some days you get to the front door and you just don't want to cross over that threshold. Other days you're banging down the door and you can't wait to jump inside there and check out on your little baby. I found my emotions and feelings about the NICU normally revolved around the health of my baby at the time. If she was doing really well, I was so keen to get in there. If she wasn't quite going that well, I was a little bit hesitant sometimes, so don't be afraid if your want to be in there can vary. Everything that we'll discuss today, I like to call the NICU shuffle. I use this phrase as I always felt like we were on the move in one way or another, and everything needed to work in harmony for it all to come together. Now, have you ever had those moments where, as soon as you walk into the hospital foyer, or even through the main doors of the NICU, that smell hits you? It's a smell that I can't quite describe, but it's so distinctive that every time it fills my nostrils, I let out a gasp. It's almost like a feeling of, oh, not this place again, or oh, here we go again, another day in paradise. Once inside, you slowly meander to your baby's room, sometimes staring straight ahead, sometimes staring at the floor, and sometimes you're waving at all the parents that you've met on your journey, like you're some form of NICU celebrity. The closer you get to your room, the sounds start to fill your ears, the sounds of a desat, the sounds of a bratty. The sounds of an apnea or a tacky episode on the alarms. You think to yourself, is that my baby making all that noise? You walk into the room and you grab your gown, you wash your hands and prepare for your next session cot side. The next phase of the shuffle is what you do next. Do you go straight for the nurse and get an update or do you go to the obs chart and analyse the numbers like you're some sort of expert after being in there for three weeks? Some days you get to the room and it's closed for a sterile procedure and you have to wait outside and look through your social media for the 87th time that day. You start looking back at old photos, showing your partner saying, oh my god, I can't remember how small they used to be, look how far they've come. Sometimes you're just settling in for a long session bedside and then the room has to close. As there's a new baby arriving or another sterile procedure about to happen and out you go again, another sidestep in the NICU shuffle. You could always walk in with a plan set in your mind, right, today I'm going to feed my baby, change the nappy, read two books and have a two hour cuddle. The next thing you know, the doctors are doing their rounds early and again, out you go, another sideward step in the NICU shuffle. It can be a cruel dance. Once you settle in for the day, your senses start to peak and you start to hear everything. All of the alarms, all the senses, all the people talking about their babies, it can be overwhelming at times. Sometimes it's white noise and you don't even notice it. Those are the pretty good days. When you hear the alarms go off, it's your natural instinct to look over and see what's happening. Sometimes you know you shouldn't, but you just can't help yourself. One thing to remember is if the nurses aren't running, there's generally nothing to be worried about. At times you can be having a nice quiet moment alone with your baby, and then all of a sudden it's like a hundred people just walked into the room. It can get so loud and your baby cracks it and it takes you another ten minutes to calm them down. All the while, you're politely asking other people to be a little bit quieter or you're throwing daggers at them with your eyes. I know I've certainly been on both sides of that equation. But then sometimes the main alarm rings out and everyone starts running. That's normally when you just keep your head down and think happy thoughts for everyone in the NICU. Have you ever had that moment where you're just settling in, you're feeling so comfortable doing something and you scratch your head accidentally and off you go to wash your hands for the hundredth time that day? If you're feeding your baby through the tube and one hand's in the isolate holding the feed and another hand's holding their finger, out of nowhere it feels like a million ants are running all over your face. Why does your face itch every single time your hands are occupied? This can be so frustrating, yet kind of funny. Again, all part of the NICU shuffle. The atmosphere in the room will change so often. It can be hard to keep up with all the aspects of it and keep up with the state of play. Has your baby had a good night or a good morning? Has another baby in the room had a great step forward? Or have they gone backwards? Are you arriving at the end of a night shift and all the staff are doing is just staring at the clock, waiting for the day team to arrive? Some days you get in there and there's music playing and everyone's up and about. And that's an awesome day. Some days your baby will be absolutely flying and another baby in the room is not going that well. So you need to be measured in your enthusiasm as a means to not gloat and not make other parents feel worse. Sometimes you get so used to going in there that you naturally set up a routine, sometimes subconsciously. You'll have your own ways of doing things, in your own order, and if something happens that changes your processes, it can really put you off. Just take a deep breath and remind yourself why you were there. Most of the time though, you'll get so sick and tired of the monotony and the mundane consistency of having to turn up day in, day out. Some days you'll just hate the fact that you're in there again, and have to spend all of your savings on the horrific parking costs at the hospital. But again, take a deep breath and remember why you're in there. Some days you'll walk in there and drop off some milk, and the old, Oh, look out girls, the milkman has arrived, cries out. You've just got to enjoy these funny moments, because they can be few and far between. At times, I was actually really surprised about how calm the NICU Shuffle was on certain days. You walk in there, and it's just so quiet. Everyone in there is going through the motions, but it's just so chilled. You think to yourself, have I missed something? You almost think that it doesn't feel right that everything is going to plant, and things can tend to drag out or drag on. You might be waiting for a decision or a major milestone or achievement to happen, but it can take days to get to the point you're aiming for. The revolving door aspect of the Niku Shuffle can be really hard to keep up with. Just as you get used to your new location or room, you're out the door quickly and someone else has come into your spot it can be really hard to keep up with it all. Other times, the baby next to you has just been moved, and there's an empty spot, and you never know whether to ask if everything's alright, or if they've just been relocated. The longer you spend in there, the more people you'll encounter doing their own niku shuffle. You'll meet so many new people and families along the way. Some of them are on the edge of despair. Others have got their blinkers on, and they don't have a grasp of how serious their situation is. The revolving door can be really tough to navigate, but ultimately... You just need to keep your head down and focus on your little one and their development and progress along the way. You'll notice the zombie parents sleep dancing their way through their Niku Shuffle, completely stunned by what is going on. They will be silent. They won't even engage you. You need to respect their privacy and leave them be. But sometimes, maybe try and catch their eye and throw out a cheeky little smile now and then to make them know you're thinking of them. I've had, on a few occasions, the Niku Shuffle defeat me. I'll be really excited to get in there and see my little girl, but as soon as I walk over to her, I instantly feel like I just don't want to be here anymore, and I'm looking for any excuse to leave. It can be too much for you sometimes, and that's completely fine. You do need to take time out when you need it. There is no point in you being in there if you're feeling on the edge, as your baby can pick up on that sometimes, and it can just make you and the situation a whole lot worse. So, what does this all mean? Basically, the Niku Shuffle is a train that you have to jump on during your journey. Where it goes, and what it looks like, and how long it will take, will be different for everyone, but you need to manage it, and make sure you go at your own pace. And try to not let it get the better of you, and if you need to, take a step back, take a deep breath, and remember why you're in there. Well that's it for today guys and next week I'm actually going to start interviewing some dads that I met along my journey and a few that have reached out to me online. If you'd like to jump on the mic and have a chat about your stories and experiences please get in touch I'd love to have a conversation with you and don't forget sharing is caring. Cheers guys.